0: Hi, and welcome to the Run to the Roar podcast. This is Mike Harlander, your host, a dad, husband, entrepreneur, and dreamer, here to support you in dealing with your fears and uncertainty and doubt about all those dreams and goals that you have and to work towards running to the roar and relentlessly pursuing them. See episodes about once a week, and most of my episodes are less than 10 minutes. So it's really a shot in the arm to get you focused back on those goals and dreams that you have set forth. My intention for this podcast is that I am a dog on your pant leg, constantly reminding you and nagging you and nudging you in the right direction to go after that which it is you've been dreaming to do. All right, let's go ahead and get started. Welcome to Run to the Roar. Uh, in today's episode, we're going to look at a distinction I recently created for myself, and that is goat training. And what I mean by that, uh, not to disappoint anybody in the farming community, it is is—it is not about herds, um, it's not about shepherding, uh, it's not about goat goat's milk, goat's meat, uh, though I'm a fan of all of it. Uh, no, today is about goat training. W- what is it to be the greatest of all time? And I want to be very clear that I am declaring myself a novice in this conversation. And it's something that we, we can all learn from, and I'm certainly learning from, you know, there are times in my life where... You know, I've claimed to be an expert in something, and what I've started to notice is that when I claim being an expert, I in fact cut off the possibility of me learning more. So I'd like to declare that I'm a novice in a lot of things that maybe I've declared I'm an expert in, not so much so that uh, to invalidate any of the work or education that I have in that particular area, but to make sure I don't cut myself off from the other possibilities or other people I can learn from in that particular discipline. So, my, you know, my ego sometimes gets hit by that idea or that conversation, and it empowers me to want to learn and have a thirst for checking into things more. So today we're going to look at GOAT training. So the greatest of all time, you know, a lot of times probably sports might be the, the, the way in which this term is used the most, right? You know, as far as GOATs go, we've got, you know, probably Michael Jordan in basketball and Tom Brady in football. Uh, we've got Wayne Gretzky in hockey. Uh, Serena Williams in tennis. There's a lot of goats, right? The greatest of all time in their particular uh, discipline. But I started to look at what what does it mean to be a goat, and how how can you train yourself to be a goat? So I started to peel back and look what what are all the aspects that they have in common? What what are the decisions that they make? Because you know they don't just wake up one day and are the goat. There's there's training involved. There's discipline involved. And so what I started to look at is there there's a few few key things. One, almost all of them are very, very clear about what their goals are, about what outcome it is that they're looking to create and whether they write them down or, or visualize them, you know, there might be different methods. Uh, for me, uh, I, I've chosen sort of a hybrid approach of Tony Robbins uh, meets uh, Stephen Covey, right? So I've, I've got this, this form and you actually can go on to Stephen Covey's site where you can lay out a personal mission statement that ha- handles different areas and aspects of your life. And it's really a personal mission statement that I read to myself. I'd love to say every day I am, I am, I'm in GOAT training. Um, I'm a novice, but I am, I'm working on, on reading it every day. And then the back, I, I did the Tony Robbins, the four or five different areas in which you set goals. And I look at each one of these and then as I accomplish them, you know, I highlight them. And then I have a card that I read every day that's specific to a task that I'm, I'm working on. And so that's one thing. They get really crystal clear about the outcomes that they're looking to do, and then they invest and visualize and look at it. The other thing is that they're very consistent. You know, their routines are rigorous. That when they're in season or where they're in an event, uh very specific about diet and sleep and exercise and preparedness and what their schedule looks like and what where they allow time to be spent. They're also count-onable. Uh, meaning that they can count on themselves because they consistently deliver and that trust you know, re- gets conveyed onto their teammates or to those that work with them. They, they build this, this sense of accountability because they, they consistently come through. Uh, the other thing is that they're, they're hard on their review of themselves. They're constantly looking at, okay, where, where can I improve? What adjustments can I make? And they're open to feedback. They're open to watching game film. You know, I was talking with some uh, sales reps that I was working with, and we're starting to record their calls, and we're gonna play them back and, and look at them. I went through a program maybe 10-12 years ago, and you know, we had to do a 30-minute call, we had to lead this 30-minute call in a particular distinction. And you know, there was a coach that kind of came back and, and listened in front of the whole group and walked through your call and I don't know that I got a minute, a minute into my actual presentation uh, during the whole hour that he debriefed uh, my particular call. And it was at first like, dude, can we get, I have some good stuff at minute 22, at minute 16, at minute 11. But that wasn't the point. It was to get really rigorous and clear and flat on coming out clean and crisp from the get. And it's something that I'm working on, you know, in the podcast world. There's something I'm working on with my clients. And again, I'm a novice. I'm at the beginning stages of it. But it's like each week, each month, each quarter, I, I'm improving and I'm I'm researching. I'm in the inquiry. What does it mean to be a GOAT? What? How can I be the GOAT in my field? How can I be, you know, the best coach, the best podcast, the best entrepreneur that I can be in my specific specific vertical how can I slow down enough to articulate at times because I get overly excited on the podcast and while I've done better since my first one you know number 13 it's getting better but there's more work to do and so you know in that space I realized all right look if I'm looking to launch a podcast I don't want to just arbitrarily do it you know willy-nilly and hope for the best and I, I did a few and realized, all right, I'm not getting the traction, or I'm not getting the messaging. So I found uh, Kathy Heller, who, I, who is a like top ten podcast. She's got a great message, you know, very positive, uplifting. Has some incredible guests. And she's been doing it for about five years. And I've watched her entire career. I had the great fortune of actually, you know, going to high school with her. Uh, She was a few years younger than me, but I've watched her career as she, you know, has written songs and licensed them and then put together workshops and then her podcast. And now she even has a like a TV show that she's about to launch. So watching that trajectory, watching that work, it's like, oh, all right, that's that's a goat. That's that's the greatest of all time in their specific discipline. So I, I, had, I signed up for a boot camp. I took her class, and you know I'm still working on the materials that she provided. But it was awesome. It's like, why do I want to just, just beat my head against the wall, hoping I can figure a way out of this, hoping I can navigate through this process? When the truth is that there are goats out there to model. So I also started to look in my own space and and who I want to emulate, and who are the goats that. I, I admire and respect and I feel like I can connect to. So I, you know, I've looked at you know, Gary Vee and the work that he does and how he's unabashed and sort of unfiltered and aggressive and constantly after it and always inspiring people. It's like, all right, great. Gary Vee, that, that's a great example. And then Damon John of, of Shark Tank. You know, I've read a lot of his books and looked at his story and you know, how he was at Red Lobster during the day and selling fubu at night and just the, the journey of that entrepreneur and what it looks like then I looked at Dave Chappelle as a comedian. A lot of comedians consider him to be the greatest of all time. And it's like, what is it about him? What is it about his craft? And it's that he doesn't have any attachments. Uh, He doesn't have any corporate sponsorships that he's got to worry about what he can say and how he can express his comedy. And there's a lot of freedom to that. Now, certainly there's been controversy around it, but there's a lot of freedom to his ability to express himself because he's not worried about what other people think. He's saying it genuinely from the heart, from where he's at. And then, you know, growing up in New England, being a Patriots fan, obviously Tom Brady uh, is a a great example. And now that he's with the Bucks, I feel like a lot of the Patriot haters can at least look at what this guy has done and what he's done for – you know, investigating. He wasn't, if you look at where his body was when he was drafted where it is now, he's in better shape. And he's 44, he's my age. Well, how did he do that? Well, he went and researched. He declared himself a novice and then got interested in, you know, how can I make my body more pliable, more flexible, more durable? You know, how can I make it over long periods of time? And that's really where goats are judged, right? It's on the longevity of their career. It's on what they contribute to their team, what they do to their sport slash industry. You know, what are all the different things that they do? What are the steps that they take? So being a goat is not something that's accidentally attained, but it's also something that we can start. We can be GOAT training, right? We can be working on what does it look like to be the greatest of all time. And to be honest, I don't know yet. But I, you know, I've looked at the, the goals list, the Stephen Covey stuff. You know, I'm looking at the discipline and the rigor and the consistency, and then watching, you know, film of myself, taping my own calls so I can listen back to them. There's a lot of different things I can do to improve my skill set, and I'm not there yet. I am not anywhere close to where I want to be. But I look at the models and the other possibilities that are out there and whatever space you're in, they exist. Whether you're a CEO, uh, or, you know, or somebody in marketing or sales or accounting, there are goats. Go find goats and get interested in how they got there and put yourself uh, into goat training. All right. You guys have a great week. God bless and we'll see you in the next run to the roar. This episode is brought to you by my company, Orion's Guild. So go check us out at orionsguild.com. If you're an entrepreneur or a sales team or a startup that's looking for a sales strategy, support, getting your project off the ground, uh, we are there for you to help guide you through that process. You know, also don't forget to like and subscribe to the podcast. We're on Spotify or Apple Podcast. Thanks so much and see you guys next week.